Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. The agents who are on this call are strong, are powerful, are overcoming in their market. They lead the way in the activities that they do each day. They give their clients world-class service. They build a world-class business. Today's call will be, Craig, tell us about it. The power of the spoken word. So what better way to start out our call for Agent Power Huddle for the power of the spoken word by speaking some powerful, positive words over everybody on the call and even our time together today. Good morning, everybody on the West Coast, 8 a.m. on the West Coast, 11 a.m. on the East Coast. Agent Power Huddle, log on and join us on our Zoom call if you would like, possibly streaming this online, wherever you happen to be taking in this information. We hope it's beneficial to you. My name is Matthew Hanks. I'm in the Charlotte area, North Carolina market. Craig Graves, our co-host today, is a friend of mine. He's also on my team, licensed broker, also a certified unbeatable mind coach. Craig, introduce yourself. Hey guys, Matthew, like you said, Craig Graves. I uh, recently got my real estate broker license. Uh, I guess I guess about the about the March time frame. So I'm in post licensing Hades as we speak. I was talking to Matthew earlier. I'm going through that. Um, is Matthew also has he said I'm also a certified unbeatable mind coach? And that's unbeatable mind is a company that was started by a guy named Mark Devine, who's a retired Navy SEAL. And um, the coaching that I'm certified in is mindset-based coaching. And so uh, I've been on the power huddle many times with Matthew. And so we were doing some projects, some, some masterminds and stuff like that. We, we did a mastermind presentation a couple of weeks ago. If you haven't seen that one, be sure to check it out. But some stuff we were working on together, it kind of made sense for me to get my broker license. So that's what I've done. And uh, I'm working on Matthew's team now and having a lot of fun with that too. So that's kind of in a nutshell, I think a little bit about myself. Well, this morning, we're going to cover the power of the spoken word, as you mentioned, Craig, and discuss that from a couple different angles, ways to think about, hopefully some new things to think about and some reminders for some folks. But, uh, you know, you mentioned something there, Craig, about the post-licensing Hades you were going through. Yeah. So, so here's an example. So you spoke that out, right? So are you looking forward to logging on to the next time you jump into your post-licensing because you described it there and you spoke it as you were describing it as post-licensing Hades? So I'm imagining you're not really looking forward to this call in and you jumping back into that post-licensing. What if, instead of referring to it as Hades, what if you said, guys, I just got licensed about uh, you know, 60, 90 days ago, and you wouldn't believe what a great learning opportunity I have had during our post-licensing here in North Carolina that they require. What if you were to describe it that way and speak it, in, it out in that way? Would that make that'd a difference be, in your mindset? That'd be a much better way to do it. Yeah, that'd be a much better way to do it. And as I'm going through that course, those three classes, there's 90 hours, three, three 30 hour classes in North Carolina to get through. You know, I am using, I was kind of making a joke about being in post, post licensing Hades, but I am using the power of the spoken word kind of to get through that stuff. And, you know, we've done some presentations on here about mental toughness. And, and one of the things there is, is micro goals. And so I've got some micro goals. I'm trying to do 10% each day and I'll speak that out loud. I've got to do 10% today. And as I start getting closer and closer to my goal, I'll continue to speak that out loud. Um, <clears throat> if you guys 
maybe to give you a little more insight on what we're talking about here today, the power of the spoken word. This came up in a, in, a, in Matthew and I's mastermind about two weeks ago. There's a Navy SEAL named Chad Wright, who uh, who's, a, who's an inspirational guy. And he's an ultra runner now. He's retired from the SEAL teams and he's an ultra runner. So he uses this power of the spoken word to help What is an ultra runner, Craig? For those who may not be familiar with that term. Yeah, he runs 100 mile races and, and crazy stuff like that. So that, that's, so that's like what that is. It's like marathons back to back. Yeah, yeah. I think the last race Chad participated in, he ran 138 miles, or 133 miles, something like that. And, and he uses the power of the spoken word in order to, to get himself through that. So we all talk, we talk about self-talk and we talk about um, mindset and, you know, guys, we're all telling ourselves some kind of story, right? <laughs> One way or the other, we're telling ourselves in our minds some kind of story. So what Chad says, and maybe Matthew would, would be better explaining this to me, that when we have these thoughts in our head and we speak them out loud, they become part of the reality. They become part of, and it sounds woo-woo, but Jesse said he liked woo-woo. He's, uh, he's listening. Uh, it comes, it becomes a part of the reality. And as long as it's in my head, it's, it's in my world. But when I speak it out loud, Matthew hears it and, and Michelle hears it and it becomes a part of their reality. And, and it, and it really, uh, uh, creates kind of a, a, a much bigger impact, if you will. And I've used this my own self in, in run in some of the workouts and training that I do physically, uh, not long ago, I don't, I'm not, a, I'm not a runner myself. And so about, a mile maybe is my limit, but not long ago, I ran a three mile run and the whole time I'm, I'm speaking out loud, my mantra, you know, this particular one was day by day in every way I'm getting better and better. And I use that mantra, uh, to push myself forward. And that keeps me present. I'm, I'm speaking that out loud. I'm hearing that myself and that drives me forward. So that's kind of what we're talking about when we're talking about the power of the spoken word, Matthew, you being a military guy, did you use this concept of this, this tool in, in military training? Yeah. some of the toughest military training, like Chad was describing on that video is when you're in a program, like he went through the Navy SEAL program. And what was the number we found out, Craig, how many that attempt that program don't make it like 90%? Yeah, about, about 85 to 90% flunk. They fell out. They quit. Yeah. Well, what'll happen is, you know, Everybody has doubts. You can't help but have doubts. That's part of the reason for the training is to put the the soldiers at, uh, or uh, or sailors or whatever, put them in that environment to see if they have what it takes to make it. You know, they're going to put you in an environment that's tough. See if you can uh, how you hold up under the heat of the moment. And as long as those thoughts are inside, a lot of what you described right there, Craig, as long as they stay in your mind, uh, you kind of fight that battle in your mind. But boy, when you start saying, I'm not so sure I can make it. Or uh, you speak out what the uh, how tough the training is. It's like it makes it ten times worse. Yes, it becomes a part of it becomes a part of reality. Chad also used an example of a, of a person who he was in training with in the SEAL teams. And if you guys don't know, Matthew was an officer and Black Hawk pilot in, in the military, so that's why I kind of asked him that question. But he said that when he was going through training, a guy who was more physically capable than he was, he said he could tell he was kind of struggling. And the guy eventually said, hey, I don't think I'm good enough to get through this training. And then shortly thereafter, he, he rang the bell and quit. So that became a part of the reality. You know, on the other hand, maybe if he would have spoken out, I got this, I can do this. I'm physically capable of doing this. then that would have pushed him forward and he would have been able to complete, complete the SEAL training. 
if anybody on the call has used this, we would love to hear about that too. Um, what are some, what are some other examples, Matthew, that you, that you've, that you've got about the power of the spoken word? Well, you told a little bit about your story just now about how you got licensed. And I think about the times where, you know, we would sit around and we would discuss, and you may have had it as a thought in your mind. Uh, you know, I, I consider getting my real estate license. I wonder what this journey would be like, you know, those types of things. And you're just thinking about it, but at some point you had to say it, or maybe, you know, we were sitting around having lunch or something. And I said, like, Craig, you ought to get your real estate license. And I bet everybody on the call, if, if they're licensed, they think about that. Like somebody along the way encouraged them, had some type of a positive word. Hey, you, you know, you'd be great at real estate. Have you, have you ever thought about getting into real estate? Um, you know, it's I, I hear the process is this for getting your real estate license. But somebody spoke that over them and encouraged them along the way. Uh, I can remember very distinctly uh, as I was because I've got a son now who's 12 and a daughter who's 10 and a son who's eight. And I try to be very intentional about what is said to them, especially at times like I coach their soccer, like, you know, Craig, I coach them and your daughter just did very well in her championships that she was a part of recently with jujitsu and that type of thing. Uh, you know, let's say like in, in that moment, she's getting ready to compete, getting ready to go on the stage. All the pressure is there. You can just start feeling what she's feeling and put yourself there. Like, you know, I wonder what it's like for her to about to be competing and be on the stage and all eyes are going to be on her. And then what is it in that moment that you're speaking to her? Hey, you've trained for this moment. You, you were born for this moment. You've got what it takes to make it. You're going to go out there and do the best that you've ever done. I cannot wait to see you, uh, how well you're going to do in this. I mean, you're just speaking all that positive stuff over there, right? Yes. I'm, I'm saying as a dad, I'm, I was in that moment. But I, I know you were there with her, and I'm imagining what you spoke over her in that moment. It caused her one of the things that caused her to go out and do as well as she did. Yeah, great point. So, my, if, if you don't know, my daughter uh, competes in karate, and she competed recently in the, in the, uh, the national championships in, in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And then uh, the week after that was the world championships, and she ended up winning a gold. Uh, I'm sorry, a, a silver medal in, in both events, and in, in sparring is what she's is her as her best event. So she gets really nervous and really anxious during this time. And, and, and like Matthew said, I'll talk to her. But what I do is I make her repeat back to me the things that I say. I say, honey, you're already a champion. You, get, you got this. Say that. Say I'm a champion. You know, I'm a champion. No, say it. Believe it. Say it. I'm a champion. So, you know, and, and it builds her up and it builds her confidence up. And then she goes out there and, 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 and did really well. So she was able to overcome those anxieties by me coaching her and making her speak these things back to me. Because that, that makes her believe in herself, and then she goes out and does well. So, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a great example. I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that one up, Matthew, because that was something that was, you know, just a couple of weeks ago that, that I used with her. Um, you know, part of, the, part of the thing about speaking these things into existence or using the power of the spoken word is kind of realizing that we're in a negative place in the first place. So if you happen to see the, the eight-part series that Matthew and I did on the way of the seal, we talked about uh, a lot of ways to, to realize that you're, that you're in a negative place or, that, or that, you're, that you're down on yourself. So one of the things that I would recommend if you're, uh, is a breathing practice. So we talked about a breathing practice. So we do a, a, a box breathing practice in our coaching program. And what that means is we inhale to a, let's use an example of a four count. We hold at a four count. We exhale at a four count and we hold at the bottom for a four count. And what happens when we're doing this 
is our minds begin to wander. A lot of people think meditation is uh, you're supposed to clear your mind and just sit there and not think of anything, but that's, that's not reality. So as we, as we think, or as we do this breathing practice, our mind starts to go, I wonder what that, I wonder if that appraisal got done. You know, I wonder if, uh, you know, I wonder if that client is, is doing such and such. And that's, and that's normal. And so what our goal there is, is to begin to witness those thoughts so we can kind of watch our thinking. And if you think about it, it's kind of like sitting in a movie theater. You know, you're, you're the, your, your witness, if you will, is sitting back in the movie theater, watching the events of your mind play out on the screen up there. Okay. So once we, once we're able to do that, once we're able to observe our thoughts, we can see that we're in that negative place and then we can redirect those thoughts and we use a process called the worm. So we witness, we witness the thoughts, we interdict, stop. We redirect those negative thoughts to a positive place. And you can just use a little statement like not today, I got this, whatever it is. And then the fourth step in there is, is mantra. And you come up with a mantra. And then in our coaching program, we would say that's, that's your self-talk and, and you're, you know, you're talking to yourself and you're telling yourself that in your mind. Well, Matthew and I are saying, let's go a step further and speak that out loud. Use, use the spoken word instead of just thinking those thoughts. And Matthew, you've been leading a team of real estate agents for a long time. I, I'm new to the team. But how do you see speaking stuff out loud, motivating the team and pushing the team forward? Well, from my standpoint, uh, as a team leader, I've got to have a vision as to where we're going as a group, because everybody's going to go in a different direction if we're not. So if I'm, I have to be intentional about <clears throat> having in my mind's eye, as you described, a vision, like you see it, this is our vision, this is where we're going. And then I try to think about, well, how do we get there? We have to have, the, it, it, how's it going to become reality? Go from just a, being a vision in my mind to be in the reality and it's by speaking it out. So whether it's in a, a team meeting or meeting with people individually and say, this is where we're going. This is how you fit in. This is what I need you to do, that type of thing. But when you speak it and then other times, if we feel like the, um, let's say the overall team is down, you talk about negative self-talk for your, for yourself. Well, when you lead a group, there could be some negative things going on in the group. And if you sense that or you hear it or you feel it, it, you have to do the same thing in a group setting that you would for yourself. Say, hey, guys, we're not going to discuss those things right now. Or maybe we get in and we start talking about things. And we're way off the rails. Hey, we're going to get back on path. This is where we're headed. And we do that by speaking it out. Um, the other way, Craig, is as a team leader is the same way that you encouraged your daughter in that championship that she was a part of. You know, I'd, I'd have to do that the, the exact same thing with every member of the team. So that means I need to know them because you know your daughter, you know, the type of things she needs to hear. <clears throat> you know, there have actually been times where with my son and his competition, uh, he may be going in a situation. He's overconfident. You know, like like my son, Jonah, he's eight years old. If he's getting ready to take off uh, down a, a new street on his bike or something, the, the talk that I give him may dial him back. Not pu not puff him up. He's got he's overconfident. So I'm trying to protect him in that way. But it's just leading and guiding the team. I know it's as if you would consider me your mentor, your team lead, Craig. You know it matters to you the things that I would say to you. Okay, Craig, man, you got this. You know you're way more capable than what you realize. Don't worry about what you don't know because there's a lot that you do know. Hey, you're the subject matter expert on this. Think about the training that you've had. Remember all that post licensing. It's going to come to you what you need to know in the moment. Don't worry about what you're going to say to that client. When you get with them, you just be 
yourself. They're going to love you. Okay, I fill your head with that before you step out on that appointment. I mean, you, you're putting that client on a contract. Yes. Right? No, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Hey, or if we have a, uh, like we do our huddles in the morning, right? We'll, we'll get on the call and say, hey, what do we have going today? And if somebody said, well, I'm not, I'm not so sure, I'm not clear, and there's not clear direction, guess what? I'm going to speak into that situation and say, hey, be reminded today of that this is what our priority is. Don't worry about that. Focus on this, those types of things. It's all very powerful. Yes. Yes. And I would go a step further, as, and I know you do this, but make those people repeat those things back to you. Because as, the more we repeat those things, the more we start believing them. Um, I was listening to, and the written word can be can be uh, similarly as strong as as the spoken word. And I was listening to um, uh, Dan Jansen. Remember Dan Jansen, the, the Olympic skater? He was supposed to run the table and win all the gold medals, and he and he didn't. He fell. His I think his sister died the day of the of the Olympics or something. So his mom was somewhere else, and you know, and the event that he hated the most was the thousand meter. And his coach had him write down over and over, I love the thousand meter. I love the thousand meter in his journal. And he ended up winning the gold medal in the, in the thousand meter. And at the end of the day, he told his coach that he, that he, that he liked it, that he did like it. So he kind of programmed his brain uh, to like the thousand meter. And, and he ended up winning the gold medal. So that's kind of what we're doing. We're speaking these things. And, and it's also as powerful to write these things. I, sometimes in my journal, I'll write, I'll write statements over and over again just to program my mind and build my confidence. Um, you know, Matthew rates are rising, things are going on in the real estate world. What, what kind of positive spoken mantras do you think people could use to, to, to stay positive in this crazy, crazy environment we're in? I think the first thing is to recognize if you're in that negative place, you know, if your group of people that you're around, you know, how we become like the five people that are closest to us. If the people that you're around are doomsday and the sky's falling and the market's changing and, you know, um, half of us aren't even going to be licensed next year. If those are the types of things you're hearing every day, you got to get in an environment that's more positive than that, first of all. Because what happens is in every market, I don't care if it's up, down, changing, no matter, doesn't matter. There's opportunity. You know, every single day, houses are going to hit the market in every market. Every single day, houses are gonna, there's going to be real estate closings. So there's opportunity for us uh, and maybe we shift. Maybe there's a somebody that's saying, you know what, I'm going to move into an admin role. Maybe I'm going to go into property management. Maybe I'm going to join a different team. Whatever the case is, maybe you do have to change your environment. But the, I think the very first step, Craig, is to recognize that you're in an environment and you're not hearing, you're not taking in those positive thoughts. Um, the people you're around are not speaking the the powerful, life-giving type of words that you need to hear, that you need to be around. I agree. Yeah, I agree. And to take it to take maybe a step back, that little worm process that I described earlier, you know, it depends on the the research that you that you listen to or who you who you're listening to. But but human beings have between fifty and ninety thousand thoughts per day, and about ninety five percent of those are negative loops that just continually run. Just negative loops, and really, the mind is programmed in survival mech in, in, in a survival state. So no matter where you are on the you know evolution creation spectrum. Um, our, our, the human being really hasn't changed in like 10,000 years. 10,000 years ago, we had to worry about getting eaten by lions or, or bears or, or whatever. So we had that survival mechanism. So our, our, our minds are programmed to, to think negatively. So it's really important to be able to break out of that negative thought pattern, build that witness so you can see that, 
and then use these spoken words like we're talking about today to put yourself in a more positive place. And you're right, Matthew. I think that, you know, it'd be easy to get discouraged or whatever. And if you're around a group of people who are like that, then maybe it is time to find a new environment. But, you know, speaking those words yourself can also build other people up. And we've talked about that too. But if you're in a team meeting and you're speaking these things out loud, we've talked about them becoming part of the reality. Well, they do. They do. They help somebody else see, see the situation differently or may help somebody else see the opportunities that do exist while, you know, that are out there. So using the power of the spoken word not only helps you uh, overcome, but it also uh, can help other people. Right? Yeah, certainly. If you're in that meeting and somebody, and you've got a team member, let's say, let's just say you're in that meeting, somebody speaks up, you know, houses just aren't selling right now. They're staying on the market. Okay, well, where is the overcoming nature of that comment, the power, the power in that comment? You know, is that going to help the direct, the overall organization in a positive way or a negative way? You know, you can reframe uh, the similar, the the same reality. You can reframe that in a powerful, in a more powerful statement. Wouldn't you agree, Craig? Absolutely. So maybe we say things like, I will sell this property. I don't wait for success. I go after it. I can sell this property quickly. I am a success as a real estate agent. I'm making my own future. I am a successful realtor. So you see, you start hearing those things or you start speaking those things over yourself. Do it as you're getting ready in the morning yes. or on your way to the appointment. It'll put yourself in a much more powerful frame of mind Yeah, and, and set up for success. Absolutely. Those are some good examples that you gave there, Matthew. But really, uh, a mantra, whatever it is, can be very personal. So I would encourage you guys to maybe listen to what he said and, and, and then go out and create things that work best for you. You know, we, we talked about Chad earlier and I listened to him in another place and the guy says, what should we be saying to ourselves? And that's exactly what he says. It should be personal to you. You know, what's going to motivate you? What's going to build you up? What's going to give you the confidence to go out and, and do what you need to do and get what you need to get done done? And, um, you know, some of, the, some of the mantras I use are day by day in every way I'm getting better and better. Um, there's a, there's a cool scene in a movie that we, uh, it's called the edge Michael, uh, who was it? Alec Baldwin and, uh, Anthony Hopkins. And so these guys are stranded out in the, in the Alaskan wilderness and this bear is chasing them, stalking them. Right. And so they, they Hopkins decides they're going to kill the bear and Alec Baldwin's not convinced, you know? And so, uh, Anthony Hopkins says, I'm going to kill the bear. Say it. And he says, I'm going to kill the bear. He says, say it louder. I'm going to kill the bear. Louder. I'm going to kill the bear. So they're speaking this out loud. And then they end up killing the bear. And I'm not sure how I got off on that little tangent right there. It worked. That was a good good example. And that's one of my favorites. So that's one of my mantras. And what he's saying in that conversation, he says, what one man can do, another can do. So that's one of my favorite mantras as well. So as you as you build a mantra, uh, have some fun with it. You know, it could be a scene from a movie or something you heard somebody else say or something you heard a mentor or, or a good friend say. But have some fun developing developing a mantra and then and then use that to to speak yourself into a better place. We talked this week about friendship, Craig. Um, do you feel like friendship plays a role in self-talk or the words that are spoken over you? Because I was thinking it, it, it'd be kind of be nice <clears throat> as we do a self-assessment. Do you have a friend that's close enough to you that would say, you know, hey, uh, some of the things I, you know, you, you mentioned, you say whatever, you know, it's not, 
necessarily um, serving your best interest. Some of the things that are said. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think you're right. You know, there's a there's a saying, and I think I said it on one of these calls before. Is you know, you, you're the equivalent of the five people you spend the most time with. And so, if you're spending the, if you're spending time with negative Nellies, then then that's going to wear off on you. And it's a lot easier to uh, be pulled down than it is to pull somebody else up. So I would definitely choose my friends wisely. And there are people that you can speak into. You know, mm-hmm. there are people out there and, and Matthew and I have a pretty good circle of friends in our mastermind. You know, and there are times when maybe somebody's down and the other guy pulls him back up. Hey, you know, you got this. You can do this. Um, so that is very helpful to have, to have people you can speak into and, and also people that will speak into you. I think intuitively we may all kind of understand this. I think of the, the point of this call is as a reminder uh, of make sure you're doing this yourself and you're being mindful of the people around you and uh, your mentors, the people, the training, the podcast you're listening to. That's the stuff that you're feeding yourself and allowing to come into your world. You know, uh, I think sometimes, you know, people say, uh, you know, a thing where people say, something, oh, did, um, was that my outside voice or did, did I say that out loud? You know, so people say that, well, well, if they do that, then they're understanding the power of the spoken word, just like what we're talking about today. You know, if you would ever say that, it's like, well, you knew that it was at one level less powerful when it was inside and it was just a thought. And intuitively, they knew it went to a whole nother level and was much more powerful and more impactful. And the consequences are much more real when it's spoken out loud. So, <clears throat> you know, we can we can speak the our, our existence into being. That's right. That's right. Anybody on the call have any experience with, with, with this? Anybody on the call have any questions or comments? We're coming up on time. I bet, it, like. I bet everybody has, Craig. I think it's just a matter of if, if we're thinking about it or if we'll be uh, able to remember a specific example, those types of things. But sure, anybody's welcome to unmute and tell us uh, maybe a time that they can remember this happening in their lives. Well, if nobody has any examples, I would certainly encourage you to uh, to try this out and see what happens because it, it does work. It's worked for me. Um, it's worked for others that I know. It's worked for Matthew. You know, we, we talked about chat earlier. So figure out a good mantra for yourself. If you have any questions about that witness process that I talked about earlier and want to know more about that, I'm happy to talk offline if, if uh, anybody would like to do that. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's just um, – it's something that's it's very beneficial and I would encourage you to, uh, to give it a shot. Craig, I think it's at the bottom of the hour. We'll wrap our call. Um, I, I think we'll end it in this way. One, one of my favorite verses, uh, uh, Proverbs 18, 21, death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruits. <laughs> that's great. That's death good. and life, death that's and life good. and the power of the tongue. That's exactly right. Power of the spoken word, our topic for today. Anything else? Last words, Craig, your mantra? I'm I'm good. I got, that's it. Day by day. Every way I'm getting better and better. Craig's mantra, guys. Keep that in mind, if nothing else. Day by day and every way I'm getting better and better. Great to be with you all today. See you next time on Agent Power Huddle. 
If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.